It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Plan with Dan podcast. I'm Mark Kamen alongside Dan Betzel, the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area with an office in Gahanna near the airport. You can find him online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Or, hey, reach out and give him a call at 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. Dan, always a pleasure to be with you. Welcome back into the podcast. Hey, thank you. How are you doing today, Mark? Wonderful. Wonderful indeed. It's the midst of summertime. Well, by the time you're hearing this anyway, and we're looking forward to just diving back in and the podcast. We've got some great things. We're going to hear about your summer vacation plans. We're going to ah, talk great. about a somewhat controversial topic, perhaps. Uh, you might get on a soapbox, so watch out, everyone. Safe Uh-oh. money. And oh boy! We're yeah, gonna stay tuned, <laughs> and we're gonna stay be tuned. seeing what's been going on in the news recently. So, like I said, Excellent. if if nothing else, it will be entertaining and lively. We will uh, try not to rant on the podcast. <laughs> we'll spare you our soapbox rant, but some entertaining maybe. information maybe. on the way. <laughs> Great! I said maybe. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can't guarantee yeah. anything. That's it's your podcast. Yeah. You can do what That's you want. Right. Uh, within reason. Within reason. <laughs> Well, let's dive right into the topic today, safe money. That is a very broad term, Dan. It is a buzzword we hear a lot about. It's a very controversial topic. And I know that folks have a very just broad definition of this term. Some of them have completely different definitions of this term. And so I really just want to unpack it, why it's controversial, what it means, what should we be thinking when we think safe money, maybe go through a couple of client examples. Let's just kick it off. What are some of the different ways that you see people defining safe money? Uh, so that's a that's really a great question. So normally when I hear the word safe money, you know, I'm hearing it in connection with someone who is selling annuities or someone who is just gone to like one of these, um, you know, Ruth Chris steak dinner uh, events, educational events with education in quotation marks and to hear about, you know, why an annuity is a safe, your safe money. I find that like just really problematic because my definition of safe money would be very, very different. I may call that money like locked up money or, <laughs> or maybe money that you can't fully access for years. I mean, you know, these annuities are – there's a place for them, but I think they're often oversold. So my definition of safe money would be a client, you know, who has sufficient cash reserves, you know, to weather, you know, market downturns during periods of withdrawal and has the right amount of risk in their portfolio so that they know when the market does what the market does, they know how much risk their portfolio is exposed to and they're in the position to tolerate that risk. Why? Because when the market roars back, they can also participate in the gains. So that's my definition of safe money. It would have three components. Number one, do you have enough cash reserves so you can sleep at night, sleep at night money? Number two, is your portfolio designed in such a way as it being being uh, maintained and administered in such a way that you know exactly how much risk is in the portfolio? And by that, I mean how much money in real dollars you could lose in another 2008 event. And number three, are you pulling out the right amount so that we know that we can manage your portfolio and have it grow over over time. You do those three things, that's my definition of safe money. And you may notice it doesn't have the word annuity in it. 
So let's kind of hover around on that idea of risk and risk exposure, uh-huh. risk allocation. Yeah. yeah. Do most people have an accurate understanding of how much risk and safety is in their own portfolio? Well, it's one of my major goals that I have in working with clients, but my experience has been that most clients really have no idea. They've heard these terms thrown around like, well, I I think I'm a growth investor. I'm a modern investor. Or I'm a conservative investor. You know, then I meet with them and I, you know, I go through a risk analysis and I, I do a portfolio MRI and they find out like in 2008, if they had owned that portfolio, they would have lost 30%. And so that, that that's not a conservative investor for them. It wouldn't be for me either uh, in all reality. So most people don't, but I encourage them. I mean, one of the 20 must answer questions that I go over time and time again with my clients is, do you know exactly your risk tolerance number? And that, I mean, that's a real number. So do you know how much your portfolio can lose in any one given year, and can you tolerate that? If you know that, then you know how much risk is in your portfolio. If you don't know that answer, you really don't have any idea. You're basically just kind of you know, gambling. And, and I encourage people to know that number. And why is that, Dan? Why is it that some people are misinformed or just don't know about the safety of their savings? Well, I don't know that for sure, but I think a lot of it has to do with advising versus selling. And, you know, part of advising is to help people really understand the risk in their portfolio and then to help them manage the emotions, you know, as they go through. And if someone is is just like purchasing a product, then I don't think you have that kind of conversation. So, you know, you need to work with an advisor who's going to sit down and they're going to go over in detail, you know, how the portfolio is going to be constructed, how much risk you're going to have in the portfolio, and use words like, you know, standard deviation, you know, explain them to you. So you're going to know, on a practical level, you're going to know in 2008, if that happens again, it's not if, but when it happens again, what's my portfolio exposure? And can I emotionally you know, psychologically, financially, spiritually, can I withstand that? If I can't, you're taking too much risk. And that's, I think, that's the on the advisor to help you understand that. It's our job, you know, to create that scenario for you and to give you opportunity to reflect on it so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. It's really not on the client so much. I, I think the client just has to ask that question and keep asking and find someone who's going to give them the answer and then work with an advisor who's going to help you do that. Well, Dan, I'd love to hear an example now. You know we love stories on this podcast. Yeah. So can you give us an example of a client who maybe needed more safety? Or if you don't have that, maybe one who needed a little more risk as far as that goes. Maybe somebody was a little too conservative. Yeah, so I can give you lots and lots of examples. And um, so, you know, basically, the younger you are, you know, the more risk that you can take. But nevertheless, just because you're 25 or 30 years old doesn't necessarily mean you should be in an aggressive portfolio. It means that when I'm talking with somebody, I'm certainly aware of their age. I'm certainly aware of their overall, you know, financial uh, situation. And, you know, I met with someone not too long ago, actually, it was it's a wonderful, wonderful couple. And it's not uncommon for the male, the man to be very aggressive and the wife to be very conservative. And probably it's not appropriate either one, you know. And so, you know, through talking, through looking at various scenarios, I was able to help her to become, move a little bit more toward a balanced portfolio, which is probably appropriate for someone her her age, and encourage him maybe. He decided to stay very aggressively oriented. But, you know, what I believe that he understood was that 
an aggressive portfolio in 2008 lost you know almost 43 44%. So if you put $100,000 in and that happens the next day, you are going to have 57 $58,000. How are you going to feel about that? So I mean he, I wanted him to really on a visceral level say well this could easily happen, especially with your investment time horizon. So I work with this constant. It's daily, daily, daily. You know, So I have to listen to the client, and then I have to help them, I believe, find the right amount of risk that's right for them long term and that they can certainly tolerate. So like the wife was never going to want to be an aggressive investor, even though she could have been, right? I mean, in a 25, 30-year investment horizon, there's no reason she couldn't have been. But that was improper for her. So it's it's getting to know your client, to know their risk, to know their overall financial situation, and then to teach them what that's going to be long term for them. So Dan, tell us what that process looks like. If someone comes into your office, they want more information, maybe someone listening as we've discussed safe money has questions they'd like to get some answers to. What does it look like just to come in, assess the amount of risk in your portfolio, reallocate where you need to reallocate, and then just engage in the overall planning process? Yeah, so it's actually quite easy. You can um, get online. You can watch any of my videos. You can uh, get online and request your retirement rescue toolkit. I'd love to send it out to you as a book and a CD and a white paper. You can call, make an appointment at the office, and we go through a process. You know where we get to know each other. And then I would be looking at your portfolio, doing what I call the portfolio MRI. So we can look inside the portfolio. We can see how much risk is there. And you can determine whether that risk is appropriate or not for you. And then you can decide whether you want to take steps to improve that, to improve your portfolio's efficiency, to reduce the risk, and to get better rate of return. It's an educational process. Everyone enters the educational process at a different place depending on your own experience and your own goals. But there's lots of stuff you can do to educate yourself on my website, you know, probably the best thing to do is to reach out and have me send you your retirement rescue toolkit. Love to do that. If you'd like to get your hands on that retirement rescue toolkit, all you have to do is reach out and give Dan a call. The number to call is 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. Dan will send you that toolkit right to your door. All you have to do is call, indicate you'd like to get that in the mail, and you can get those resources sent right to your front door. Just call 614-472-4510. Well, Dan, before we let you go, we'd love to dive into a bit of the news with you. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, we do love just seeing what's going on in the world. As always, there's always something happening out there, and we'd like to see whether it might apply to you and your financial situation. This is something that several folks have heard. At this point, I'm sure that uh, it's starting to hit home a little more as folks are getting midway into the year. But the IRS announced, Dan, that they're increasing the contribution limit for IRAs and 401ks in 2019. So if we're maxing out our contributions before, should we automatically assume that we should increase to the new threshold? Oh, that's a great question. And, you know, like most questions, it's not always so simple. Now, I would say that the idea of saving more, you know, absolutely. But the real question is, you know, where should you be saving that? I think if you have a Roth, to me, it'd be absolutely no-brainer. If you have a Roth 401k or a Roth 403 option at work, oh, yeah, I would definitely do it because it's the tax issues that I think are a problem. If you do not have a Roth option, I would then suggest opening up a Roth IRA. If you make too much money, then talk to your advisor about a backdoor Roth IRA that will still allow no matter how much money you make to contribute to a Roth IRA. Again, it's because of the tax implications of the qualified monies you're talking about. 
So if those options are not available to you, then whether you should use the extra money to fully fund your you know, qualified plans or not, I think that's a really excellent discussion you need to have with your both your financial advisor and your tax advisor because what you don't want to do is get a tax deduction now and then if taxes go up in you know when during retirement you're going to be pulling that money out at a at a higher tax rate which I've seen happen for a lot of people and it's been a quite a shock for them yeah so so in summary here's the bottom line if you can find some way to put that extra money into a Roth option either a Roth 401k Roth 403b or Roth IRA no brainer do it if you can't, then I say maybe that money should go into just a regular qualified brokerage account because of the tax implications. So it's a great question, and unfortunately, you're going to have to get some more personalized advice that I can't give you over the uh, podcast right here. And of course, if you'd like to get more personalized advice, you can reach out to Dan by giving him a call. The number is 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. Dan, before we let you go, let's get to know you a little bit better. It's getting to know you time. Well, we do want to get to know you a little bit better, Dan. Like I said, you never know where this question is going to go, but this one's pretty straightforward on the podcast today. Oh, quite, good. Quite <laughs> simply, or in summertime, what are your plans for the summer? Do you have any vacations planned? Uh, this is an unusual summer. Uh, it's my 35th wedding anniversary, and my wife's maiden name is Mechlevind. M C K L V E E N. Hmm. So it's pretty Irish, I think. So <laughs> she's I like always the wanted to go to Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's I, she's always wanted to go to Ireland, and uh, you know I have too, quite honestly. Um, but I'm not as been as, as enamored with it as, as she has been because of her family. And but you know our whole entire married life, we've been listening to you know to Celtic music, and we have you know um, Celtic pictures around the house. And some friends of ours uh, about two years ago went on a Celtic music tour. So. So you go to Ireland and a local Celtic musician is your tour guide and you basically go from one little burg or borough Sweet. to to another and you know during the day you're like looking at the castle and walking along the you know the ridge and looking at the ocean and then at night you know you have a uh, a concert by the local musicians and I guess they really try to even get you like to you know to play along with the penny whistle and stuff like that but pe- the people say it's really fun so I'm looking forward to it and um it should be a really great experience, you know, celebrating my 35th wedding anniversary. So, be gone about a week. Certainly, so, Dan. I, yeah. I took a trip to Ireland back in 2011 in the fall. It was cold as could be, but had an wow. absolute blast. We went all over the country, which is very small. We actually, yeah, uh, you yeah. could do it in a day if you really wanted to. And wow. just saw some of the highlights, ate some delicious food along the way, might I add. Oh, that's good to know. So certainly a good time. And congratulations on the 35th anniversary. Ah, thank you very much. It's your first, isn't it? It is. It will be my first this summer. Excellent. I'm looking forward to celebrating that. Excellent. Well, Dan, as always, we'd like to thank you for being on the podcast. We've had a lot of fun today covering some of the things going on. And we didn't get too far into a soapbox rant, but... uh Hopefully, we learned a little bit more about safe money as a result of this podcast. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Mark. We will do it again next time on another edition of the Plan with Dan podcast. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.